Well, if we look back at the economic history of the past 20 years, we tend to forget that we were actually doing very well in the um, immediate aftermath of 1994. The ANC inherited a basically bankrupt state with an economy that had been battered by uh, 20 or 30 years of disinvestment and uh, negative investor sentiment, great uncertainty, and uh, immediately set about trying to correct things uh, and, and achieved remarkable successes. Interest rates were halved in the initial years after 1994. Uh, six million net new jobs have been created in the country. We, there were eight million people working when the ANC came to power, now closer to 14 million. Except for the blowout in uh, 2001, which we don't know the reasons for, the RAND remained relatively stable. Inflation, which is always the enemy of the poor, was kept very well in check. Um, remarkably for an emerging market, debt levels as a proportion of GDP were reduced very effectively, even as social expenditure increased, and we saw that in the rollout of what became one of the largest social welfare protection programs of any emerging market, and most importantly, in the period 2004 to 2007, South Africa was averaging growth rates in excess of 5% of GDP, and in that period, its unemployment rate was falling sharply. When we look at where we are today, and there's this dismay at our weak economic performance, we tend to forget that there was an era in which we were doing very well, and for that reason, we say, let's go back to some of the policies that were in place in that era and see whether they might help us get out of trouble today. That might shock Kasatu because at the time the Labour Union accused Gear of failing to deliver those promised economic and job growth or even significant redistribution of income. The, the socioeconomic opportunities were not in favour of the poor under Gear, according to Kasatu. How do you plan to get them to buy into it now? Kusatu was very critical of the gear policy right from the beginning after it was written in 1996. And uh, that prompted um, even a very direct and somewhat angry response from Nelson Mandela himself, who said that South Africa has to adopt um, pragmatic macroeconomic thinking if it's going to become a leading emerging market. I think that Kusatu was wrong on the facts of the case. Um, When we look at what was achieved during the gear era, All South Africans were benefiting. The the job growth numbers at times were impressive. The social protection program I've already spoken about had a uh, a very clear and direct impact on improving the lives of poor people. Work we subsequently did on service delivery, which was financed through the fiscus, showed just the extent to which the livelihoods of, of all South Africans were increasing. I think that in some respects ANC might have an easier time today with Kusatu than it had in that era, partly because Kusatu is now so splintered, um, uh, factionalized, and also the fact that I think more actors in South Africa, including one or two pragmatic people in Kusatu, are beginning to concede that the economic trajectory that we're on at the moment is not sustainable, is going to have serious negative political consequences. And if you are a trade union movement, you do not have a future in a country that is unable to rapidly expand access to jobs, especially to poor people. So I think the the reasons to, to go back to some of the lessons of gear are certainly there, and I think from a political point of view,
strong arguments can be made about why those some of those policies should be reconsidered. Higher levels of economic growth were reported after GEAR during ASGISA in 2005, 6 and 7. Uh, how then can it be an answer to return to GEAR when they were reporting low economic levels? Well, I, I think ASGISA was, was really a continuation of the GEAR-type uh, thinking. Um, going back to, the, I mean, the first policy document that was written by the ANC was the RDP, which was... Um, far more pragmatic and, and in economic terms conservative than it was billed to be. I mean, some of its authors, for example, said on the RDP that its, its social development policies will have to be funded through growth and not through borrowing. Now, that passes for economic conservatism in Western capitals. The, the, the gear policy was a natural extension of that, as GISA was a natural extension of the gear policy. I'd say broadly from 1994 to 2007, the ANC had one predominant line of macroeconomic thinking. It, it, was, it was quite conservative in, in, in many respects and, and was quite successful. The break in policy, I think, really comes from the Polokwane conference in 2007, uh, when elements in the party fall back on policy thinking of decades prior to 1994. And the consequences of that uh, I think are being felt in the economy today with, with very low growth levels. This year we'll come in at under 2%. And forecasts we released in a report that went out earlier this week suggest that in the current policy environment, South Africa cannot seriously expect to average growth levels much in excess of 2% of GDP. And that's a political and social problem because work we've also done has shown that it's only when South Africa is approaching growth levels of 4 or 5%, double what we have at the moment, more than that, are we able to make significant inroads into the unemployment crisis?